0: You, you'd st- you you start.
1: I don't want to. Wait, maybe I do want to.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you want to say right now?
1: I want to say welcome to day eight.
0: Could you please give me Shane
1: Maxwell? Could you please could you please Shane Shane Maxwell? Could you please give me Shane Maxwell? Shane Maxwell. Does that work?
0: Absolutely. You're wonderful. Wonderful.
1: You just messed up saying absolutely. Yeah,
0: I don't listen, lady.
1: You just almost used the B word.
0: Yeah, beautiful lady. Oh my God. Uh, yes, welcome. And I'm about to use another I B word. I saw your
1: little, I saw it like almost coming out.
0: I, 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 listen, I'm about to use another B word right now. And this is a B word that uh, actually a lot of people like to hear. Mm. My name is Brace.
1: <laughs> I'm Liz. Hello, everyone. The L word. Yes, the L, No
0: and we're joined by (laughs) producer young chomsky here and you are we are the true anon word word
1: Word word up! Remember, when people no, said that?
0: that's not working for you. You're it's going to retire not, that one right I this moment, think that. young lady. I think that's awful. That's that's the first and last do, appearance oops, of Liz delete, saying that. On delete the that, please. D- nope, that is over, <laughs> overruled and vetoed. Welcome to day eight of the the. I'm about to say the trial of true or not. Although true or not has faced its trials and tribulations during this, most notably being Liz's arrest for felony. Um, well, I'm not going to say what it is, but. <laughs> Felony mild endangerment. Yeah,
1: I almost, again, you almost said felony murder, which no, just really I is taking fucking, the joke too a, far. That's
0: just a lie that you were saying. <laughs> okay,
1: like wait, that. before we start, a couple things I want to mention. Uh-huh. Some errata. That is, I don't know, I find it interesting. I don't know, maybe some folks at home, yeah. as the radio people say, will also find it interesting. But Ghislaine Maxwell, day eight, finally emerges in color. Uh-huh. Much like Brace and she wore a red top today. Um, although hers was still a sweater, a knit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is the first time we've seen Ghislaine with a pop of color.
0: Yeah, she was, she was, she was looking very um, it's a bit festive. festive. Yeah, yeah well, she was, much but, like yourself. Her Christmas, her, or excuse me, her Christmas. Well, it's her Christmas too, considering she is Protestant. Uh, her, her birthday is coming up, which yes. is on Christmas. Yes. Which, by the way, no Jew would be born that day. I just want to make that clear. She is Protestant. Um, but uh, her birthday is coming up, so it could be like a little, you know, a little yeah. hint at that. Yeah. Maybe don't forget to give me some presents.
1: Yeah. I don't think it looks great on her.
0: Nothing has so far.
1: Yeah. Another little tidbit of information for uh-huh. my uh, foodies out there.
0: Hello? Hello? <laughs> um, uh, Pardon.
1: <laughs> the chef at Cafe Lorenzo has quit.
0: <laughs> now <laughs> he's come to work for me in my home.
1: <laughs> now this I've caused... given him a
0: sinecure. sinus <laughs> sinecure. This caused great
1: distress. Yeah. Um, for a little bit of time until people figured out or remembered that they don't really care much for Cafe Lorenzo.
0: The food is notably tough to digest
1: yeah. here's hoping that they you know there's a labor shortage out there so not sure entirely sure perhaps lorenzo himself will make an appearance but until that point i promise i won't update you with um who's working there <laughs> i'm well, sure no one cares
0: every day during the trial I, care. I have been bringing an array of eight pot pies with me <laughs> And I lay them all out on the grand banquet table down in Cafe Lorenzo, and I stick one finger in each so they won't be shared by any interlopers. And then I slowly, starting at the edge of the crust, drag my jab of the hut like tongue, not because of our shared corpulence, but because of our shared tongue similarities. That's why I'm making the comparison, around the rim of the pot pie. Slowly dissolve it with the acids that I emit until I reach the center and then I slurp it all up as it has become sort of a slurry-like substance in one sip.
1: I feel like now I don't know which Mm -hmm. uh, pot pies you bring, but I feel like quail is one of them. Quail pot pie
0: and (laughs) veal pot pie, sparrow pot pie.
1: What about (laughs) mincemeat?
0: Mints and sweet meat. Let's start. All right. All right. So <laughs> I, we're going to wait. If you're just tuning in, that is uh, our, our, we call it, He's got a third. Well, actually, he takes up about four or five yeah. mics. Um, but that's our special guest, the gourmand. Um, speaking of some other erratas having to do with the Maxwell family, uh, Isabel Maxwell. Yes. Who, by the way, wandering around like a blind crow Banshee. every day. Just, just yeah, like,
1: a, the car. She, it's through the halls every, of federal
0: court. Every time I go into the Southern District of New York courthouse, I'm like, did I buy a mansion or oh did I God. inherit one yes. from a uncle I never spoke to? Absolutely, because there is a scary ghost running yes. around these halls, an
1: Edwardian like you know baroness.
0: Yeah. And she refuses to respond to anyone's catcalls or whistles, mm. uh, which is actually true. She won't, she won't make comments. Mm. Uh, and today, friend of the pod, Marlon Edinger, cornered her in an elevator, not in a Me Too type situation, I know what you're thinking, and started asking her questions. She said she refused to even acknowledge him. And then, of course, being the urbane sophisticate that he is, remembers that both she speaks French and he himself speaks that um, pedophilic tongue. And so he asked her, uh, he introduced himself. Mm. Uh, and then she said, I won't be commenting in French. So if you want to get to her, start speaking another language cause you'll spook her. Wow. He spooked her so badly that instead of getting off at her floor mm. to go to the courtroom, he, she actually got off on our floor, ah. uh, and oh, wandered no. into the overflow room and stood around again, like a like some sort of like the last sparrow that Mao she's was trying to catch,
1: haunting the hall. Yeah, she's
0: yeah, just this hunched Stalking. figure in a beret and a vest. Um, and uh, I I winked at her. I meant to mention this to you earlier, but I, I gave her a wink. Mm. Um, yeah, you and Marlin got different saucy tactics there. One and no response from her. Yeah,
1: you got a wink in French. That's why.
0: Yeah, that's both eyes. Um, yeah, that's a me too, by the way. Anyways, that was... Uh, so there was also just strange vibes this morning in the courtroom. I One of the overflow rooms had some sound issues. So a, there was a lot of cue people at first in the Ooh. morning. Mm. Um, and then uh, there's some followers, I believe, of a mommy blogger who is Instagramming <laughs> okay. this. Yes,
1: yeah, so there is an Instagram influencer that... Is from Los Angeles. Who's here for the trial? And I don't mean like Epstein Q influencer. I mean like an Instagram like mommy blogger influencer lifestyle yeah. person. um She has like four hundred and eighty thousand Instagram followers.
0: Uh huh, and four hundred and eighty thousand plus one because I accidentally followed her from the podcast oh, did? Instagram account instead of my own one. Yeah, my oh bad.
1: great. Can you d- unfollow? I did. Okay,
0: I sent her a couple. What's that? Winks, but <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, she like, I guess she um, Instagrammed that she was coming to the trial and has been posting like insane, always stories too. You know how those, you know, those types that post like a thousand stories. I found out that it's called caterpillaring. What? Yeah. Because it's got all the dots at the top. They call it caterpillaring. Huh? Isn't that weird? Yeah. I don't know any of these terms. Anyway. So she's been posting, and it's like, oh, I'm inside. Like, I'm going to go in. She paid lying people because she's a fucking Instagram girl. She's not. Yeah. Like, I should standing start getting
0: paid for being a lying guy and then just taking the spot.
1: Oh, great move. Yeah. Great move. Yeah. The old switcheroo. Because it's,
0: you know, that's the real sign a contract. But yeah. yeah. Tricked you. But so a bunch of her acolytes have been rolling up, right?
1: Yeah. So there's like a bunch of, I don't know how else to say this, but like Kendall Jenner ass looking instagram girls who flew out from la <laughs> and are like trying to hang out with this instagram influencer but then sitting in the overflow room because they don't have lines like they can't get in the courtroom yeah you know what i mean it's a very it, it's like a very weird dynamic people
0: should understand that trials are boring for I the mean, most part
1: yes they are
0: like i mean there are of course occasionally i think
1: think it's interesting actually i I do even the boring stuff i find interesting me too but but that's
0: because i mean a like we know who most of the people are yeah we've you know and like can follow it pretty well Mm. but like if you're coming into this and not really knowing who like Juana alessi is or like what the importance of you know i don't know vasoski talking about how him not seeing any girls in the anything like that it's like i I could imagine you'd be pretty bored
1: yeah during great slots totally. of this especially if you're not like i don't know if you're not like detail like taking detailed notes because you have to do something later i don't know it just yeah. seems like it's not very riveting television for sure yeah and know? also
0: marshall watch again the marshall a new one this time fell asleep again
1: oh great. but then we had a hard-ass marshall in the afternoon he yelled at me he, he was just the me. lunch
0: break guy yeah he yeah was i was at like
1: bro chill you the don't yell at him
0: back which i was wow yeah Anyways, um, today was a sort of flurry of witnesses uh, making their appearance in the morning, mostly just um, really to corroborate the victims Mm. here. Um, One to corroborate, uh, it was sort of a a long back and forth between the uh, prosecution, the defense and the judge. I think before actually the jury even came in, the jury was uh, one member of the juror was very late today. Um, and uh, it was a train problem, I mm, guess.
1: Classic New York classic story. Classic
0: New York story. And so, uh, the, the trial didn't really get going only until about New York, 10 a.m. Yeah. And so the only place with trains that people actually ride a lot, mm. I guess, there's a That's couple other true. cities, but not that many of them.
1: Yeah. They've all been hawked off.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I purchased most of DC's train lines, mm-hmm. but, uh, no. So the trial didn't actually get going until about 10 a.m. You know, with the jury in the room and you know witnesses being called to the stand and all that, and so there was a lot of time for prosecution, defense, uh, to sort of have it out in front of the judge, including about some documents, whether they could include them, whether they were proof that Virginia, uh, Virginia Roberts at the time, now of course Virginia Jeffrey actually ever worked at Mar-a-Lago by proving them with a certain document, uh, insurance documents, I believe, of her father. They brought in, I believe, a woman who was a property manager at mm. Mar-a-Lago. Um, she just was somebody who could corroborate whether Virginia worked there or not. She was really... She was in and out. I mean, the main the main witness this morning was Sean, who was, we mm, talked Carolyn's
1: about... Carolyn's boyfriend yes, at the
0: time. Ex-boyfriend. Right? Ah,
1: yes. Ex-boyfriend. Uh, and he you know, was... He's the one, just to remind people, Carolyn says that he's the one who... She was dating when, and she met Virginia through, who introduced her to Epstein.
0: Yes. So Sean was friends with Virginia Roberts. He actually apparently went to Survivor's Charter School with her. Wait, Survivors? Yes. Survivor's Charter School.
1: Wait, who's naming a school Survivors?
0: Uh, What? Listen, you know me.
1: Just General Survivors?
0: I'm one of the foremost charter school activists in the west and east of the Mississippi no idea this one had nothing to do with and it. she
1: is a survivor yes
0: yes it's dude, it's very weird i don't like that so sean was friends with her he was a bit older than carolyn like i mentioned he was 17 and she was 14 or i think she was actually 13 when they started dating um dude what i don't know man i knew a ton of people kids that need to
1: not do that
0: listen when i was in high school i had a girlfriend who was not in high school. She would come pick me up from high school in her car, and then we'd go. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you told to me about apartment. that. I yeah. don't know about that. I, I knew about
1: it. I didn't date anyone in high school.
0: Uh, well, I
1: did. It was a um,
0: dork. I was not cool, but I went to an alternative school. I went to. You know how there's gifted kids? Imagine if they were like you. Actually, have been given the gift of severe learning disabilities and or a lengthy criminal record, so you can't go to the regular public school anymore. Mm. That was the one I went to. Okay. Uh, but, uh, a, a, an illiteracy rate so high that the, the Cubans wouldn't have been able to conquer it had Mm. they taken it over. But, uh, so yeah, they, 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 she went to high school with, um, Virginia Roberts went to high school with, uh, with Sean. They were friends sort of, you know, Carolyn gets brought into the friends group. And, you know, like we detailed yesterday, you know, in her testimony, Virginia brings her over to, uh, to Jeffrey Epstein's house. And we, we actually got a lot of really clear, direct corroboration of Carolyn's story from Sean. That was like, to the point where like he was using, he was like, um, basically using the same exact, not the same exact language as her, but it was like, it was, I mean, I, I am you know, I'm no lawyer, but I couldn't have dreamed for a better corroboration than this. You know, he basically said the same exact things that she did in terms of her age, in terms of, you know, coming out with money um in terms of like how many times she went over there i mean it was like all the timeline stuff matched up it was good so like he mentioned or like carolyn mentioned yesterday he would actually get calls because he had a cell phone well sort of one that he sh- shared with carolyn he would actually get calls from epstein and uh i believe sarah kellen and uh Ghislaine maxwell uh asking for and scheduling appointments for carolyn to come over mm-hmm. um I yeah, also brought another girl over over there. I mean, it's it's. I mean, his is really part and parcel with those like original Florida stories that like brought a lot of people into this, right? You know, this sort of like extended network of very young people, kind of like going over there with one another. The boyfriend sitting outside, um, <laughs> really you no, know, really dark stuff. But yeah. you know, he you know he talked about having a kid with her, going away. Um, you know, it, it, again, like it was it was extremely concise and clear, corroborating. Uh, testimony from him. Mm. Uh, Obviously, you know, the prosecution once again sort of tried to preempt the defense by bringing up his own struggles with addiction and the law. He got arrested in Louisiana for felony meth possession, which rang a little ding in my head because guess who got arrested in San Francisco for felony meth possession? Although San Francisco, they take I got into drug court, so it was easy. But um, he got arrested for also having a gun at one point, did three years in prison until I think... August of 2020 might have the month wrong on that, but, but pretty recently yeah. Um, says he doesn't talk to uh, talk to Carolyn really at all has basically no relationship with her. Um, but he came out and he gave, you know, he gave really like solid, clear testimony mm. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, very sons of anarchy type character. Mm. Um, but after that, they had Epstein's a woman who basically not house sat, but managed his house while he was gone in Palm beach. So she wasn't there. Nicole Hess, he was, she wasn't there when he would be there, but would go over and like let in gardeners and stuff and basically corroborated a lot of Juan Alessi's testimony and just generally added more like um, strength to a lot, of, a lot of the testimony that's appeared so far about the house.
1: The next guy we heard from, and actually the last guy, because my God, the cross-examination of this guy took about two hours. At one point, too, Alice and Nathan kind of made a, I don't know, a little bit of a joke at his expense, where he was like, oh, I didn't realize how late it was. And she was, or she was like, I mean, it feels later. Yeah. And I was like, ooh.
0: Yes, this took, I would say, this felt longer than two hours. I'm just I think cross cross this actually took... Yeah,
1: it took all afternoon. Yeah,
0: all afternoon. This yeah. was the bulk of the day. Today was, today was a bit of a slog, I think, in the afternoon.
1: Yeah, so it's David Rogers, who... Uh, we heard from Larry Vyskoski on one of the first days, mm-hmm. who was Epstein's pilot slash co And this is David Rogers, his co-pilot slash his pilot. I don't totally understand how this worked, but they basically, they were like, you know, tag-teaming the planes. Yes. That sounds wrong. Yes. In this context. But so they're, they're a little duo that both worked for Epstein. Um, but at some point, one was a pilot and one was a copilot, And then halfway through their tenure with Epstein, they switch roles. Yes. Which I really just, I'm just, you know, again, if we had public question hour, I would be like, what's up with that? Why'd you guys switch?
0: Yeah, 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 just, good you question. you know, general then. interest. Well, we did find out that David Rogers is actually the one. So you remember that mystery we were talking about is actually where did Larry come from? Like, how is he yeah. recommended to Epstein? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Larry Vysosky actually came to Epstein through David Ro- according to David Rogers. Through David Rogers, David Rogers himself came to Epstein via the limited. So Leslie Wexner's giant corporation, Leslie Wexner, the man that, you know, Epstein worked with, worked for, had power of attorney for, um, he, his company, the flight department, according to David Rogers, which probably a more official name for that, that he did not say. Uh, is the one that, that recommended uh, uh, Rogers for the position. And then Rogers got Vesovsky on board. However, they had both worked together at a real estate firm. Um, Glincher. Glincher. That's it. Yeah. G L I N C H E R.
1: Yeah. Glimpcher. 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 Which is a terrible name for a company. I
0: hate saying Glimpcher. I mean, it's named after a guy.
1: Yeah. Glimpcher. Um, it's funny cause then he, the, um, defense lawyer, when he was, you know, cross-examining him asked him, so you were working for uh, a company that bought and sold airplanes. Did you catch that? I did catch that. And then, um, David Rogers, which is also by the way, classic pilot name.
0: Yes. Yeah. He was the other kind of like less hot shot pilot that yeah. like, whereas Vesosky was that classic Southern, like. Yeah You know this is your uh your captain speaking Your captain speaking I uh, will be uh, Oh uh, we're about to hit some uh,
1: turbulence Maybe Exactly your
0: This guy This guy was more um, Paternal
1: Yes But he He corrected The Galen's lawyer And said no no It was a real estate Development company And I wonder what Information Galen's lawyer had Because it's not like he I don't think he got it wrong To be honest Yes something yeah. Something a little funny about that I want to say just a couple other things about David Rogers, the man, before Mm -hmm. we talk about what he said. So, um, brown hair, brunette, David Rogers, a blondie, little interesting duo.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Um, he was very well coached. Now, I understand there was some confusion when I spoke earlier about the Pilots Creed. Yes. and I tried to again explain it to Brace silently in the courthouse. You just wrote
0: work. the pilot's creed in your notebook and then tapped it a bunch with your pen.
1: Yeah, and made a knowing nod to you. It, like
0: look, you can't this is give what you're me, seeing. I am sp- Okay. Yeah. The I pilot's creed. You a knowing no, nod so this I is what I'm saying. Like the,
1: he was so precise. Yes. And so. Like, I've been thinking about this a lot. I don't know if you've been thinking about this, but the way. I've been like, oh, I wonder what, how I would be on the stand if I would answer questions like they do.
0: I'd cop a tude.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, I don't know. if I think that I would just be like, oh, yeah, that's generally correct. I'm like, I don't know if I would be like, no, you said one thing wrong, which means your entire ideas wrong. Well, the thing of your is, questions. the thing you is know what with, I mean? the
0: thing is with Rogers too, uh, in in sharp contrast to Vesosky, he was really precise about some of the dates he remembered.
1: Well, yeah, because as it comes out later, he had reviewed that material prior with yeah. the prosecution and said, "Yes, I remember" because as the defense really hammered home and we got to say the guy that they put up again, that like jocular kind of Matt Gatesy mm-hmm. type fellow was I don't know, that's who he reminds me of in the way yeah, that he speaks. Yeah, it's what
0: Gates would want to be.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, was very, he's very, very good. Yeah. But it made it clear that, okay, yes, you remember after reading it, what you're remembering is based on your knowledge of what you see on this paper rather than your memory of the event actually occurring. Yes. If that makes sense to people at home.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's very like lawyer, not lawyery, but like court yeah, totally. In, in the fact that it's like, well, you're remembering see not that you're seeing it, but it's not your actual memory that you just hold organically in your head. Yes. Um, yeah, he was um I mean, so it's it's from Rogers that the flight logs are produced, like the like many of the ones that we've seen come from David Rogers. They were subpoenaed during a civil suit, I think. First in two thousand nine, mm. um, by the plaintiffs against uh, against I believe Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, um, and then also maybe I believe that Sarah, some of that was in Sarah the Virginia Kellan Roberts. One. Yeah, um, but uh, Sarah Kellen. It was with yeah, Sarah Kellen. Yeah. yeah. So they so these these are many of the ones that we've seen. But we we did learn, and so uh, the thing is with this is, in fact, Judge Nathan was also a li- admonished the prosecution a yeah. little bit for over redaction. Because, brother, oh if you want to see a damn black box, you don't have to turn on Netflix. Or when...
1: the plane. The plane. Is that? That's where the black box is. You could have made the airplane connection yeah. joke because the pilot. What's the
0: show on Netflix? Bird Box. No, dude. What? That was like a that movie. Oh. No, the one that's like, all my British men and the cell phone. What? You know what I'm talking about. I can see young chops trying to tell me. Black Mirror.
1: Oh, Black Mirror. Wait, what was that impression? A
0: British person. Anyway, so, (laughs) yeah, I mean, you want to see some goddamn redactions. There was a lot of redactions done today. And that's, I'll I'll be real with you, not a lot of new information came out. I mean, obviously, we've seen many of these flight logs before. But, like, you can't actually see who flew on any of the flights that they displayed. Because they displayed whole pages of it.
1: Yeah, so they displayed whole pages and there's columns. If you guys have seen the the flight logs that have been released into the public domain, um, what they did is where those initials were that people try to make out and sometimes their full names. They just redacted the entire column regardless of whether or not those names were the victims who were um, asking to be anonymous. Or
0: even Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine's names.
1: Well, yeah. So what the judge says is that, no, what you need to do before you like publish these into public record is you need to go back and only redact the victim's names who are requesting anonymity. Yes. Like Jane, right?
0: Exactly.
1: So the whole thing was annoying. But I will say there were new flight logs. Yes. And that's what was extremely frustrating. And this was big news. So... We saw, because basically, um, David Rogers testifies that he began working for Epstein in
0: 1991.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I believe in July of 1991. And so that's when the flight logs begin. Now, we see for the first time that Ghislaine and Jeffrey took a flight together and in fact... um, We know that because this is a specific flight that the prosecution asked about and asked him to identify the names listed that were redacted on the screen in front of us. Yes, correct. So um, Ghislaine and Jeffrey took a flight together in July of 1991. Yes. This is brand new information. Up until this point, we... Uh, were under the impression that Ghislaine and Jeffrey met after Robert Maxwell, her father's death, which was in November 1991.
0: Yes. So Robert Maxwell dies on November 5th, 1991. Shortly after, there is a, uh, this Jewish society in New York City holds a memorial for him and a sort of celebration of uh, Ghislaine's mother at the same time. Mm. From that celebration comes the very first photo that we have of Ghislaine and Jeffrey hanging out together. Mm. And so, obviously, they're sitting right next to each other in the photo. like They seem pretty chummy. Clearly, they had some kind of relationship before that. And like, you know, she was a New York Society person. He was a rich man in New York. Obviously, that we knew they knew each other, right? But Hit her flying on the plane with him. That in July, prior yeah. To, prior yes. to that, that was that was brand when, new, had, brand new information, and that was that was almost one of the most, I believe, one of the most important things we found out yes. today. Really,
1: and it's really interesting because this is something that has been driving me crazy. Yeah, and we were talking about this in the hallway with uh, our British friend, who's I'm just going to say, and I mean this in a positive way, a bit of a gourmand type.
0: Incredible guy. Incredible.
1: Um. Really, really. Just I. We should get him on the podcast. He had
0: elbow pads.
1: Oh, he's oh. He said,
0: "My dear Watson," to you.
1: I know. He called me Watson. He called you Watson. More of a
0: Sherlock than a Watson, but but he he is British. Well, he gets play British. He gets dibs.
1: Okay, so this is what drives me crazy. We don't know how Jeffrey and Galen met. Yeah, and I don't mean like. Oh, maybe they met at a party or like, Oh, they just oh, bumped into It's like, no, you don't just meet someone or like, it's not important information or something. It's just like, who cares? Oh, they just met at some like, no, this is crazy. We need that information. It's so central to understanding this story. How they met is absolute. Were they introduced? Who introduced them? Why? Like Jeffrey wasn't a society. They weren't running in the same circles. He was, you know what I mean? He's a banker. Yeah. Like, well, how did, how did this happen?
0: Well, I mean, this is, and we were talking to, to the the British chap earlier about it, although chap sort of implies a younger man, the gentleman yes. we were talking to earlier. Um, You know, I, I was sort of going on about this in the first few days of the trial is before he was um pushed off his boat by Mossad, mm. Robert Maxwell, I mean, very famously, especially if you're British, you know this, he ripped off. All of this companies, yeah. you know, owed anyone a lot of money. Was a lot of fraud going on, but there's also a lot of questions about maybe he had some stashed money away, especially mm. concerning Bulgaria. He, I know, he had a lot, he had a lot of investments there. You know. um, yeah, you've been
1: running my ear off about Bulgaria. Exa-
0: I'm, I'm going to go to Bulgaria. It's the and figure most this out.
1: anyone has ever talked about Bulgaria ever. Sorry,
0: sorry that I'm a communist. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so he had he had a lot of money hidden away, stashed away different places because like Epstein, the guy was a man who moved his shit around, right? Like he yeah. moved a lot of money around. Now, this is what I was, we were talking about with the British guy. It's like them meeting is actually like when she met Epstein is really important because Epstein, what was his quote job for Wexner besides having sex with him, it was Moving money around,
1: yeah, totally. being a money
0: guy, for yeah, him. That creating was a ton his, of shell
1: companies, exa- hiding money, moving money, precisely, yes.
0: right, and so that, like that, that could be a really important sort of like thing to to hone in on is is this connection, right, and mm. we know that Maxwell relied, a Robert Maxwell relied on his daughter to go take care of some documents that were aboard the um, the Lady the Delaine. Lady Delaine. You know, it, and he used her to run money to New York to his lawyer and envelope yes. or, or really to do this insane thing with some shares and an envelope and run money back. It's complicated, but we'll get into it in another episode. Um, it was, you know, it, th- this is this is actually a pretty important link we're talking about here. This July 1991 flight is was shocking yes. to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because the entire, I, I don't know. With everyone's testimony, and David Rogers um, even testified this to the same, it's like, no one can actually pin down the nature and the exact timeline of Jeffrey and Ghislaine's relationship.
0: Questions put to almost everybody, and everybody Every single
1: person is like, what did you... What what was the vibe? Is basically what everyone's trying to yeah. ascertain. What's it's, the vibe? It's like
0: you know how you know how fellas you know how after a couple days women sometimes are like, Well, what are we? And I'm like, mm-hmm. step mother, stepson? <laughs> um but uh, it, it, with 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 Jeffrey Epstein, like a lot, uh, well, excuse me, with the Glenn Maxwell trial, a lot of the questions put to witnesses, in fact, almost every witness mm-hmm. besides people who like maybe have, only, have never met them, like the you know financial directors of yeah, yeah, schools yeah. and stuff like that, has been like, what was the nature of their relationship? Because that, that plays a pretty important role in this, right? Yeah. I mean, so far, what we can gather is that like, okay, well, we found out that she might have had her own place in Palm Beach, although... God knows, I've never really... I've never heard if I've, that before. If that's been reported on, I that totally passed me by because yeah. that was news to me. Um, but the Palm Beach house, they shared a bed. Yeah, You know, like she kept her own residences, but rich people do shit like that.
1: That's also a very like classic Woody Allen thing, you know separate apartments across the park you know like in the movie
0: okay i was thinking of a different i thought you were making a classic well there's woody that thing too i mean that's my, look i'm said. just gonna
1: leave that hanging out there but mm-hmm. i mean the no the classic you know we see each other from across the park whatever what is that in manhattan
0: uh and i know there's also one person listening right now who the mention of woody allen perked up his ears and uh i'm gonna text you later uh- <laughs> Um,
1: but yeah, no one can really pin it down, and I have my suspicions that once the defense takes over, we're going to hear a lot more testimony trying to get exact dates and um, real hard facts about Gillian's love life. Yes, we heard a little bit because, like we like we said, the Gates guy, um, defense lawyer Gates esque. Yeah. Basically, was like, isn't it true that in 2004, she was in a committed relationship with the founder of Gateway Computers? Yes. So we're going to hear a lot more about that, I believe. Yes.
0: Uh, the founder of Gateway Computers, who, by the way, she took a crew a, a little um, yacht trip with, mm. Chelsea Clinton. Yes. And so that, I would love, I would love for that to come out. Maybe yeah. Chelsea herself will get called also, to the stand.
1: another perfect question for public question hour.
0: By hey. the way, that happened after Epstein's arrest. Yes. Uh, is Florida arrest. Um, something else that we, we we got from the pilot. So it, a lot of the testimony, barring the actual, like some of the actual flight log stuff, really mirrored that the, um, or rather the questioning coming from the defense, really mirrored the question that they were asking, Vas- the questions that they were asking Vasosky mm. um, such yeah. as like, did you see anything happening? Now, Rogers is clearly like a little more sharp. And also, in my opinion, less close to Epstein than Vesouski. Yeah, Visosky. Visosky
1: seemed like his boy, and Rogers doesn't.
0: Yeah, for for instance, Vesouski, you know, like had play, had like a little house uh, in in Zorro Ranch. Like, yes, he had all these cars in it, all of Epstein's cars in his name. Yes. he like you know Epstein bought him a, a vehicle. Totally. Whereas the yeah, only there
1: was much more like dudes rock like like dark dudes, rock energy there. Yeah. And this was very much like, Oh no, sir, I'm a pilot. I've taken an oath to serve as with my pilot's creed and I shall not break my pilot creed bond, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Um, but, uh, but it became clear. And actually uh, this is sort of towards the end, but so I'll back up in a sec. But um, at the end, at the end of the defense's cross, uh, they asked him the same series of questions that they asked, uh, asked Vesosky, which is basically like, you know, did you feel comfortable around Ghislaine? Did she ever, you know, sort of seem like a predator? How, your daughter was how old in nineteen in nineteen ninety four? He said seven. How old in two thousand four? He said seventeen. Says you never saw Ghislaine Maxwell do or say anything that you that led you to believe that Ghislaine Maxwell was like, you know, helping Jeffrey Epstein do what yeah. he did. Mm-hmm. And then a couple other questions of that nature, and I knew what was coming next because I knew they were about to rest. And then prosecution gets up there and asks the same series of questions. And I got to say, Comey, this is the most emotive I've heard her.
1: Oh, yeah. She seemed, like, annoyed.
0: She seemed annoyed, but also, you can tell she probably— Like, she had a
1: gotcha. She was was real, like, gotcha gotcha performance.
0: Exactly. So, you know, obviously, you know, Rogers' child is the same age, especially in 2004, as some of these other children Mm -hmm. that are involved in this— and so she gets up there and she asks him, so she's re-examining um, David Rogers. Did you let your daughter massage Jeffrey Epstein? No. And did he ever give you $18 million? No.
1: <laughs> I didn't like her affect with this.
0: No, she, I could tell what she was going for and she didn't do a great job. I don't job. think she
1: stuck the landing.
0: No, 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 she didn't. Um, but for a lot of this, you know, there was one big important thing that I, I, I mentioned in our episode about Vysosky. Um, Number 1 is that minor victim number 1 Jane, right? Jane has the same first name as one of Epstein's girls. And by girls, I mean one of the women that like actually like really worked for him and was part of his crew, mm-hmm. rather than somebody that kind of like came and, and he exploited somebody. You know, her this this woman's case is a pretty Sad one, you know, to be totally honest with yeah. you, I think in, in many ways she 's different than a lot of the other girls that are involved in this. The rumor is that Epstein, I would say likely through Brunel purchased her mm. from um, just to give as few identifying details as possible from from a it's a Eastern European although not really country um, a, at a very young age, and then you know she was por- sort of part of his retinue um, she 's described in some of the abuse i think I believe by by Carolyn, um, I think was described having an encounter with, with this woman. Um, so she has the same first name as Jane. Now, as I was saying during the flight logs portion or like during you know, questioning over the flight logs with Fasoski, Jane's first name, her real first name is listed in the flight logs only as her first name. Now the dates actually match up in, in, in the first batch of them. To the dates that Jane, the victim, said she was on the plane. Mm -hmm. However, because it's her first name, defense gets up there and they're like, well, isn't it true that Epstein had an assistant with that same name? Vosovsky says yes. And it's like, well, isn't it true that's just her first name? Did you see Jane, the victim, get on the flight? So sort of the implication there, I mean- Obviously, this doesn't hold up under scrutiny, but they're trying to at least put a little bit of gum in the works for the jury to have just the slightest bit of doubt there. Yeah. Right.
1: Oh, it could just be a girl with another name. Now. Like the one that worked for him.
0: Exactly. Now, I was screaming. Internally. Because the dates on this couldn't be more fucking different. Jane, minor victim number one what she's talking about happened in the early to or the mid early 1990s. Jane number two, the Jane that worked for Epstein doesn't come into the picture until the two thousands. Yeah. Now for the life of me, I still do not understand why during recross, because they did recross examine Vesosky. Like I just mentioned that the prosecution did not ask him when he first met Jane number two, or isn't it true that Jane number two started only started working for Epstein around these dates? Well, however, you want to phrase it, but like literally, their birthdays don't it doesn't make sense. The the girl would have been too young to be in. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. However, during when the defense was basically trying to pull the same trick again today, like couldn't it be either girl? Rogers actually comes out and says, no, I didn't meet Jane number two until the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And in fact, he gave them, I believe it was September 2004. Yeah. He said he gave the month. And of course, our Gates, our Gates guy, you know, kind of yeah, rolls he pivoted, out. He pivoted
1: very quickly. He's a smooth operator. He's a smooth
0: operator. Um, but that was, that was, that was major and, yeah. and, uh,
1: finally someone got it. And
0: finally the prosecution also brought that up during recross yeah. too, which I was, I was again, baffled that that didn't come up the first time because it's so glaringly obvious that that's the case.
1: Yeah. A couple other things the defense was good at asking him about though, was, so yesterday, I don't know if we mentioned this when we were talking about Carolyn's testimony yesterday, yeah. but a detail that she mentioned was that she saw a photo of Ghislaine on Jeffrey's wall where she was pregnant. Yes. Now, uh, look, we, we don't have any knowledge about this. We, uh, to our knowledge, we, there's, been, there's never been any evidence that Ghislaine was pregnant during this time. And in no. fact, I believe it was Virginia Roberts who spoke about how Jeffrey and Ghislaine wanted her to carry a baby for them. Yes. So I don't really know what's going on there. And unfortunately I think the defense is really going to pounce on it. today they showed um, Rogers, our pilot, David Rogers, a photo that we couldn't see that has been rejected. Um, but I assume it was already in evidence. So I believe it's one of the photos that was shown to the jury yes. that was taken from the Palm Beach mansion. Mm-hmm. And he says, have you ever seen this woman? And this is after a series of questions about who the woman in the, I believe the woman in the photo is, which I'll get to in a second. And he kind of goes, Oh, I've never seen her like that, which is, you know, funny. And he says, Oh, you can see she's pregnant there. Correct. Yes. And so this is what I'm thinking there. This they're showing him a nude photo that was found on the wall of a woman who's pregnant. I believe, due to the line of questioning, that that photo isn't Gawain, but is in fact Eva Dubin. Mm-hmm. Now, because previous to this, he's asking them about the Dubins. They appear in the flight logs a lot, both Eva and Glenn. Yes. Um, Eva, of course, was Jeffrey's boyfriend. We've talked about uh, in like the 80s when she was Eva Anderson. Then she marries Glenn Dubin. Uh, Jeffrey is Selena Dubin's godfather. Okay. I this then got the old brain, you know, moving. I don't know, moving yeah. and grooving. I mean,
0: it probably shakes around in there a little bit. Yeah,
1: it wiggles like in like a jar. That's
0: why people shake babies to make them smarter. Yeah,
1: like it's like you know when you like go like this to Jello mold and it kind of like wiggles? we can't
0: see you, but like, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, loop. you poke a Jello mold. Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. done that, but I uh, but I, I, yeah. appreciate that that can be done.
1: Yes. Um. Anyway, I'm wondering. Who are the defense witnesses they're going to bring up?
0: Okay, so...
1: You don't think the Dubins will testify?
0: I can't imagine. I mean, they could be subpoenaed and testify. I mean, by the... I I just... I can't imagine defense are going to bring up the Dubins. Maybe?
1: That would be crazy.
0: That would be psycho. I mean...
1: Not good for the Dubin's social standing, We've either.
0: still got... I mean, again, there's estimated one day left of prosecution. They said maybe it will go into Friday, but that's like... That's only if something takes insane amount of time. Yeah. And so we... we Maybe, maybe it will go into Friday. Um,
1: Most, yeah, I feel like it will in the morning, but then it'll wrap up but early. But we,
0: we still have Annie Farmer mm-hmm. to go. And... Liz was saying Sarah Kellen, maybe. Possibly. Possibly. I, but I don't but think so the the clock if they're is wrapping ticking. Up. Exactly.
1: That's the thing that's so crazy, too, is that basically when the prosecution announced that they were ready to close this week, everyone was shocked. Like, yeah. the defense was like, wait, what? And everyone in our room, of course, was like, what? <laughs> and even Allison Nathan seemed a little like, huh? And so it seems as if, I mean, they've shaved, apparently, a ton off of their witness list, and have, like, surprisingly so, it seems, during, as the trial has gone on. Yeah. Um, that seems a little concerning to me, mm-hmm. but I'm no daughter of former FBI director. What's his first
0: name? James, James. Comey.
1: <laughs> I just forgot it.
0: James Comey. Liz, your current FBI special agent. Shh. Uh, okay. We can, we can, we can be, I mean, come so, on. So, but we're, I'm just like, we're anyway. We work the government. Yeah.
1: So, it doesn't seem like there's a ton more, uh, witnesses that the, the prosecution is calling. They're wrapping up this week. The defense will be starting next Thursday. Yes. And I'm very curious to see who they're going to call, uh, you know, and if anyone, I mean, look, we're talking character witnesses. Mm-hmm. If Ghislaine isn't taking the stand herself, which again, that's on, I think that's still on the table. We're definitely getting people testifying about her, like, like generally like how great and how charming she is, which is brought up today. Yeah. Great personality. They keep saying, which is.
0: I don't know what that could be. I'm expecting nothing and have no visitors.
1: Oh my God. Liz. That just scared me so much.
0: That's the Beretta.
1: It also seems as if, I'm assuming, that this is also going to happen. We will be hearing from Mark Epstein, Jeffrey's brother. Yes. The defense seems to be making that, laying that out, saying, who's Mark Epstein? You know, kind of throwing his name out there. Yeah. My only suspicion about them calling the Dubins is because, like, basically, neither the prosecution or the defense are just, like, throwing out things if they're not going to try to, like, recall them later in a sense. Like, they're trying to... You know, put stuff out there for the jury so the jury can be like, oh, yeah, I remember that name. Oh, yeah, you, you know, you've said that before. And in this context, yeah. OK, you're not just introducing some brand new thing that I have no understanding
0: of. Yeah, yeah. They got to lay the damn foundation.
1: Yes. Um, both legally and narratively. So it seems like Mark Epstein will be called. I would not be shocked to see the Dubins. But, yeah, I'm very curious. Perhaps Vicki Ward herself shall take the stand in Ghislaine's uh, honor.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, again, we're going to hear, I think today was just the first of many ex-boyfriends or ex-boyfriend type people that we're going to hear from.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then, of course, there's all, I yeah, of course, all the witnesses that will be coming to dismantle the girl's testimony. Yeah,
0: yeah. So prepare, if the trial has made you mad so far.
1: Oh, man. Think of
0: it this way. The prosecution has been calling the witnesses so far. And... There, that is going to change as of next week. Yes. Um, well, a couple. Of, so, all right. You remember how I, I guess I actually didn't do that on this show. I talked about this on Chapel. But anyways, the Reddit thing. It's all
1: blurring together. All, we've
0: done, we've done, talked a lot the past few days. The Ghislaine Maxwell Reddit mod thing is, I don't, there's no other way I can describe it other than Reddit. Tear, but are we talking tears? Well, by the way, oh my god, update on the tier system. Rewind
1: David Rogers said, and I looked at you, he said, Ghislaine is Jeffrey's number two. Let me, let me. Now, you said that means that she's the top employee, but she's number two.
0: I never said that Ghislaine was not Jeffrey Epstein's number two. Let me explain this to you as carefully yeah, as... B
1: tier, number two, the second letter.
0: Let me explain this to you as calmly and gently as I can. Jeffrey Epstein is not an employee of Jeffrey Epstein.
1: Technically, yes, he is, because he's both an owner and an employee for tax Jeffrey purposes.
0: Jeffrey Epstein, in the, terms, in, the, in the terms, Jeffrey Epstein is not an employee. In the general, okay, maybe he technically is for tax purposes. Well, then that means legally,
1: then yes, he is. Jeffrey Epstein I mean, corporations is the in the way that things so are laid out. She
0: is the number two to Jeffrey Epstein. She is Jeffrey Epstein's yeah. number two, be second in this sort of hierarchy here. Tier, of who so can order the, stuff? Perhaps
1: However, in, letter format, in tiers of second.
0: employees of Jeffrey Epstein, That's, she is in the ultimate tier. There is no tier above her because there are no employees of Jeffrey Epstein well, who Jeffrey outrank Epstein. her. Jeffrey Epstein is not an employee of Jeffrey Who's Epstein. Who's the boss? Jeffrey Epstein is so the So that's boss.
1: A. The boss is the top.
0: No. He's, he's not an employee there. I'm saying she is his number two in that colloquial sense. Colloquial, whatever, how you pronounce it, sense. But she is... She's second. T- she's not second tier there. She's just his number two. Because a number two is different than second tier. Second she's tier, second, second tier, tier in... She's first... Oh, my God. All right. Moving I just, on. I win. Um, moving on. If you... The fucking like theory that Ghislaine Maxwell was a Reddit mod...
1: Oh, yes, this thing.
0: First of all. Yes,
1: Frace really hates this. I
0: I get that it has a lot of bullet points, and bullet points are like confusing to people because they they think that that must contain some sort of... It's like, well, how can you shoot a bullet without any propeller? Well, and it's bolded, usually. Some parts are bolded. That really confuses people because they're like, well, that means that that part's extra true. Literally no proof of it, and it's not congruent with her personality. The most like attractive part of it is it stopped posting... The day she got arrested. Well, or we do like know
1: she's a PC girl. So True. it does go in line there. But
0: like uh, in terms of like actually aligning with what we know her like real mm. interest to be and really with like her schedule and the way that she actually like operated in this world, not congruent whatsoever. Granted, Ghislaine was an early adopter of technology. She did teach her father how to use like the earliest computers that her family got. However... There's no actual indication that Ghislaine Maxwell was this like insane Reddit user. Now, that is not to say that that mod is not a pedophile. In fact, I will go so far as to say that him being a Reddit mod almost assures us of that fact. But there's absolutely no proof Ghislaine is behind it. Leading me in to the second thing. I don't give a fuck. And uh, by the way, if you're listening for trial news... We talk, the trial, we're gaveled out of that. Now, we're into the, to the leather jacket on, sig in the mouth, rant zone.
1: Welcome to the rant, rant zone. Rant, rant.
0: I don't give a fuck that that fake-ass Maxwell trial tracker account got suspended Ugh. because it was just some guy who bought 300, 400, 500,000 it's followers. a girl, actually. Uh, really? Yeah. Ugh.
1: Because someone sent me the Instagram account, but I didn't look at it. But it looked like a girl's name.
0: Anyways, I, I, people were like, oh, uh, God, look, the Twitter suspending them for truth. It was just like they were just like it's what here is what they were doing. And listen, as a classic scam artist, I'm, I was immediately spotted this. They are doing this like they're buying a bunch of bots so that when you see the account, you're like, damn, people follow this. I'm going to follow it, too. They are linking to their sub stack which is just like literally copy-pasting information that other people wrote. Uh, like in some cases, like literally like the Reddit shit. Like it's like not them doing it. Mm. They're saying they're the trial tracker. They're not at the fucking trial. And they're gonna, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get you to subscribe to the Substack, and then they're gonna try to sell you a paid subscription. Now, I was correct about that because their account got suspended, which as they say on their other Substack literally for buying bots they mm-hmm. said for manipulation which is that's what that is yeah um and now they're trying to say that oh well if you really want the truth you can't get it from me on twitter because i'll get suspended because they they don't want you to find out the truth you should for just literally they, they say this for the price of one cup of coffee a month you can subscribe mm. to my Substack and get it
1: the thing that really annoys me okay first of all i didn't look at it that much uh, i don't think i even followed it i don't know but uh, it was like tweeting out a bunch of stuff that was fake one yeah yeah and getting people mad about stuff that wasn't happening like you know shit about how the trial was not you know was gonna be canceled the day before or something yeah which was no, was totally said they fake. said it was
0: the trial was ending tomorrow which is like that's wrong that's just not true
1: and I just, it makes me mad because it's, I don't know, a lot of people were following it, not just bots, yeah. but a lot of people were following it. And then, you know, they're like, oh, how else do we get updates? It's like, dude, that's not, I mean, now I sound like a crazy person being like fake news, but it just really bothers me. But then, I mean, I can just like ignore that, to be honest. Yeah, I'm just like, fu- whatever. I don't, I don't follow I don't anybody, so I don't see what they There's say. There's so many of those accounts, you know, yeah. not Epstein specific, but it's like, whatever. Fine. Okay. But then it's the fucking, like, content people. I'm not going to name names because I don't know why. But, mm-hmm. like, streamers, YouTubers, bloggers, podcasters, whatever, fucking quote tweeting or, like, putting a picture up that's like, oh, it, um, it got banned. And they're just like, the Twitter account that was following the Epstein case was banned by Twitter Boom, mic drop. And they're just like, boom. And it's like, no, dude, you're just, first of all, you're fucking lying. You're lying by omission because you're fucking saying that it got banned because it was like too close to the truth or whatever. And it's like, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. And you have plausible deniability because you're, oh, I'm not saying anything. I'm just throwing it out there. What happened? You make your own fucking connection. Fuck you.
0: Yeah. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah. And
1: you're doing it so that you have something stupid to fucking talk about on your YouTube show. And get some
0: fucking retweets. Yeah. And get
1: retweets and get your clout or whatever. And it's like, I see you. And then you get these assholes like Eric fucking Weinstein, mm-hmm. who was doing the same thing. When I, it's, it's like the
0: worst Weinstein brother. I hate
1: this guy. I hate all of those. I call that they're like confusionists. Yeah. You know? And they come in and they say like... Oh, look, I'm just like a, I'm just a guy who cares about, you know, everything being fair and honest. But it's like, dude, you, f- like, you fucking knew Epstein.
0: Yeah. Like, very few people met Epstein that, like, I have ever interacted with. I mean, I've never interacted with Eric Weinstein online. But, like, it's like that fucking Jenny Jardin shit. It's like, sorry, yeah. dog, if you're a part of this, yeah, yeah, no, you can't, like...
1: But it's like, they're just like, oh, like, try to sell themselves as their own truth tellers. And it's like, you're selling snake oil like the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Maybe we, I don't know, whatever. I just like, I fucking hate these people. Boom, mic drop. Yeah. No, that's not what happened. You're such a fucking loser. Yeah. You're such a fucking loser.
0: Anyways, they're all liars and sharks. And not except the for kinds, except you. for Liz. Well, no, there. Are, I mean, there are people like Marlins following it. You know what I mean? And he's writing about it. There's a yeah. ton of the thing is there's a ton of people who are about writing about it, about the trial.
1: Yeah, but it's but also I, like mainstream news is writing about it too. Yeah, so like it I, is I literally actually see them. It
0: is actually big news. The thing is, the facts can get out there, right? Like it's not like a, it's not a it's not a, uh, a hidden thing that like Bill Clinton was on uh, the Lolita Express or. Or And, you know, and none of this is, like, really, like, although those names are out there, people have access to them. They've been reported on. It's the analysis that you really do with a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And then digging into the actual connections between these people and what those connections might mean. Because you can't, like, I'm not, you know, being one of those people. Like, you actually can't say that in, in whatever mainstream outlet if you really want to. It's true. Or even if you really wanted to. Like, you can't. That's just not how that works. Yeah. um
1: You also can't talk about the chef problems at Cafe Lorenzo.
0: No, you can't. You can't, and like, it, it's, 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 well, actually, Cafe Lorenzo is pretty heavy, heavily featured on Eater.com, <laughs> which is owned, of course, by yours truly. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, and so it's like, any of these fucking, there's a lot of people, you, you, and you gotta watch out for them, a lot of people who, whenever they see anything like this, they're just juicing for some retweets, and you can smell them from a mile yeah. away. I mean, especially if you got a big Jew nose like me. Uh, you know the, the, the a lot of sharks and charlatans out there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Jesse, watch though. Oh. I want to be. Yeah, we're just talking. Little now. update. Yeah, Jesse. We have talked all day. So I know so much has happened. Some, Jesse took the stand again.
1: Yes, yeah, some great. By the way, some great courtroom sketch sketches of Jesse.
0: Jesse took the stand again. You almost did
1: that in Gorman voice.
0: <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse. Jesse took the took a stand again. I don't like Jesse and Gourmand Jesse. voice. <laughs> Juicy. Oh my like god. Like a nice plump bird. But uh yeah, Jesse took the stand again. It admonished the prosecutor for using the N-word <laughs> uh too much. Uh and Oof. He's still proclaiming his innocence so hard. Yeah. He was saying that I think he couldn't get on stage with Alicia Keys after his attack happened Oof. because he didn't want to be seen as a guy who got attacked. And uh, yes, I what? know the courtroom was in tears. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and uh, we, we also Liz and I and Young Chomsky, especially have co-signed the BLM statement that was put out uh, in support of Jussie. We are again, I should mention we are. Founding members and technically pre- all co-presidents of journalists.
1: President and employees. F-
0: of journalists for Jussie. We are journalists for Jussie. So, um, but we're not journalists. N- well, we are for Jussie.
1: But we're not journalists.
0: Yeah, but when- In name he, only. Well, yeah, and when we're talking about him, we're, we are. So, because that's all just true, that he didn't do it. In fact, it was MAGA people. Anyways, uh, let's wrap this shit up. We got it. Uh, my name is Brace. <laughs> you know, so so. All right, before we get to Young Chomsky, when I when I stalk the deserts, oh my god, when I walk the deserts, Australian outback, and I see those large dinosaur bones sticking out of the sand. Are you familiar with that, Elizabeth? Large dinosaur ribs, perhaps, jutting out of the sand, creating little rivulets of shade? Well, I am. People think those are dinosaurs, but no. Those are just genetically modified lizards that I've created and set loose to plumpen them up before I attack them with my chosen weapons. The fork, the other fork, and the knife. And of course, how could I forget my suit of armor? The large white napkin tucked into my breast, covering my bosom like a handsome little bra. And the podcast is produced by Young Chomsky. We are true and on. We will see you tomorrow. Wait, did I just do your thing? Oh my god. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. 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 Jeffrey Aston. Jeffrey Aston. Jeff, Jeff Jeffrey